Texas cowboys were riding across the range one day when they came upon a herd of buffalo. They paused for a moment to look at the great animals, and then one cowboy said to the other, have you ever seen an uglier varmint than that? And the other replied, nah, I haven't. Look at that big ugly head and that mangy hair. Then the two cowboys rode off. At that point, one buffalo turned and said to the other, I think I just heard a discouraging word. <laughs> Long ago, I came upon a one-liner that I've never forgotten, and it goes like this. People have a way of becoming what you encourage them to be, not what you nag them to be. Encouragement is indeed a gift that God gives us through the scriptures, a gift that he knows we need and wants us to pass on to others after we receive it. You know something? We do not often think of encouragement as a spiritual gift, but it is, because when Paul speaks of gifts in Romans 12, he says, quote, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If our gift is to encourage others, we should do so, close quote. And encouragement, by the way, is a gift all of us can give. Encouragement, it has been said, is the oxygen of the soul, just as discouragement is the asthma of the soul. The devil does everything he can to asphyxiate us with discouragement and despair. And it is for good reason that discouragement has been called the devil's most effective weapon against us. So encouragement, the opposite of discouragement, is something we all need and need all the time. The husband needs the encouragement of his wife. The wife needs the encouragement of her husband. The children need the constant encouragement of both parents. We all need the encouragement of God, which he gives us in the scriptures. Every life needs encouragement. And those who are blessed to have an encourager in their life will have the courage to keep trying until they succeed. Encouragement ignites the energies and the enthusiasm of life. St. Paul refers to God, quote-unquote, as the God of encouragement. Throughout the Bible, God is pictured as coming to the side of the needy, the brokenhearted, the suffering, to encourage them, to uplift them. Jesus is an encourager. 
the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, is an encourager. God the Father is an encourager. For, the, for example, the voice of the Father spoke from heaven to encourage his Son at his baptism when he said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. As the greatest of all encouragers, God does not stand over us as a sort of divine sheriff, always snooping around after sinners, waiting for me to make a mistake so that he can pounce me and hit me over the head. Far from being the resident detective or the universal prosecuting attorney, the picture of God that we have in Christ is one who overflows with compassion beyond measure. A God who is mercy upon mercy upon mercy. A God who sent his Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. A God who came not to obliterate us, but to hold our hands, to raise us up after each fall, and to make us partakers of divine nature. A God who is the good shepherd. A God who, to save a slave like you and me, gave his son. A God who, as St. Paul says so beautifully, though he was rich, made himself poor, so that by his poverty we might become rich. He came to stand beside us, love us, encourage us, all the way to our true home in heaven. Hebrews 12 tells us about a cheering section that we have in heaven. I quote, Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses in heaven, let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Close quote. So just as we have a cheering section in heaven, the saints encouraging us through their prayers on to victory, so God has placed us in congregations of saints here on earth that we may encourage and cheer one another on in the race for the crown of life. At this point, I would like to offer a word of praise and total encouragement to those who have been planning for such a long time the final plan of renovating St. Mary's. They have been through many phases and they have finally come down to a phase whittling down to the barest essentials that will need, meet our needs for the present and also provide something for us to grow into in the future. I received the information just as you did. Uh, I received it on Friday. I suggest, I encourage you to read the information because it's, it says a lot in just a few sentences. Uh, the project will be done in stages. Nothing will be borrowed. There will be no mortgage. 
Uh, it seems very, very encouraging, and I encourage all of you to study the plan carefully and to make it a point to come and vote your preference. Uh, we at St. Mary's have always been a close family, and we want all of you to participate in this very important project. If, our, if it is our gift to encourage, we should do so, says Paul. One person shared that when he was a child, his mother would whisper into his ears as she tucked him into bed the following words, you're such a special child. I think God must have sent you to do something special in this world. I hope you find out what it is. He said, I didn't know until years later that she was whispering the same message to my sister and my little brother. There is indeed power, godly power in encouragement. When an accountant for a certain business committed suicide, an effort was made to find out why, and the company's books were examined but no shortage was found. So nothing could be uncovered that gave any clue as to why he committed suicide. That is, until a note was discovered. And the note said simply, quote, in 30 years, I have never had one word of encouragement. I'm fed up. Many people, all of us in fact, crave some small sign of approval. We need a word of recognition, a small sign of love, a caring smile, a warm handshake, and an honest expression of appreciation for the good we see in other people or in their work. So every day, Let's make it a point to encourage, encourage, not flatter, at least one person. And let's do our part to help those around us who are dying for a word of encouragement. Let me share with you this true story from the life of a great football coach, Vince Lombardi. He called his guardian one day and he really let him have it. He said, son, you're a lousy football player. You're not blocking, you're not tackling, you're not putting out. It's over for you today, go to the shower. After the game, Lombardi found the guard in the locker room, his head bowed. He was sobbing. Lombardi walked over to him, put his arm around his shoulder, and said, Son, I told you the truth. You are a lousy player. However, in all fairness to you, I should have finished the story. Inside of you, son, there is a great football player, and I'm going to stick by your side until that great football player inside of you has a chance to come out and assert himself. With these words, Jerry Kramer straightened up. And Jerry, as many of you know, 
went on to become one of the all-time greats in football. The power of encouragement. One of the early apostles was named Barnabas, a name which means the encourager. Now he was so named because he was indeed a great encourager. Now where did Barnabas get the gift of encouragement? The Bible tells us very plainly, we read in Acts 11.24 that Barnabas was called quote, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, close quote. So encouragement, the ability to put courage into people is indeed a gift of God given to those who are full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. Should not the middle name of every Christian be Barnabas. I close with these words by Zig Ziglar. He said, let's play a game for just a moment. Your telephone rings and the voice on the other end says, friend, I'm not selling anything. Don't be disturbed. I don't want to borrow money and I have no favor to ask. I just thought I would call and tell you that I think you're one of the nicest persons who ever drew a breath of air. You're an asset to your profession and a credit to your community. You're, you're the kind of person I like to be with because every time I'm around you, I feel inspired and motivated to do a better job. I wish I could see you every day because you motivate me to be my best self. That's all I wanted to say, friend. Look forward to seeing you. Bye. Now, if a close friend called you and said those words to you, what kind of a day would you have if you didn't faint or drop dead of shock? If your gift is to encourage, do it for the glory of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.